Yo, yo, it's the one true host, baby. And we return. Small state, big takes. Together. I know it's been a week. Sorry. Sorry to the certified psychopaths. But we're back, baby. Shout out to Will Tondo, House Enterprise. Shout out to you, Kelly. Yeah, that's right. Shout out to you, G-Baby. James Murph, and biggest shout out of all, my brother, Alex Fogler. Fast forward to the end, Fogler. Got a big old shout out for you coming tonight. If you want to make me mad, welcome back. You succeeded now. back. Welcome back to Small State of Big Takes. It's been a little while. We missed a week because we slacked, but this is episode two. Two. Twenty-seven. I was going to say six. Bro. Not sure. Opening take for Stephen O. Scott. Long ass intro. What do you got? Yo, yo, yo. What the fuck is good? Happy to be back. It's been too long. So much has happened in the past week. My mind is blown by both the real world, by the sports world, by everything. Sometimes I look in the mirror, I'm like, who the fuck am I? So, you know what? Shout out to Josh right now. He's got an internet problem out in Florida. Down detector says spectrum outages are reported in the last 24 hours where he's living. So shout out to Josh right now. Josh, if you're listening to this shit, you can't join at all. We love you still. But yo, big take of the week. Okay. That is absolutely brutal timing, by the way. Holy shit. I know. You better better get fixed. All right, big take though. Ready? The NFL. Shout out to Will Tano, by the way, because the NFL is leaning in to the NFL's rigged thing, like Will said. But I believe that everyone believes the Eagles are going to win right now, the Super Bowl. So therefore, I'm taking the Chiefs to win. Not that I want to. Not that I want to. I'm rooting for the Eagles. But the Chiefs are going to win because they want to make Brady the, I mean, Mahomes the new Brady. That's my big. Oh, here comes Chiefs right now. Let's go. Real quick, big take. Yes. This is actually episode two twenty eight. We have two Jeez. episode two twenty threes. Yeah, oh that's right. God. We doubled up on the two twenty three. Wait, nope, never mind. But, so it is. But we skipped. We skipped two twenty four. I'm sorry. Okay. All right, so we're good. We're on track. Never mind. My bad. Josh. If I can edit it. What's up? Josh, what's going on with the internet, bro? We just gave you a big old shout out. Bro, there's like 20,000 people without internet in Florida right now. How is that even happening? I don't know. I feel like the world's ending. I don't <laughs> know if we like just got like EMP'd or something by China or, you know, who knows? Dude. Shout out to that Chinese balloon, by the way. That happened last week. We didn't even get a chance to talk about it. <laughs> that was like two days ago wasn't it was it yesterday i don't even know dude was it even real i don't know was it probably not be with, a all, with all the technology so. china has you think they're just floating a balloon over myrtle beach give me a break no 
I now they Montana. have plenty of satellites. It was Montana. It, it went from Montana all the way down to South Carolina. What? Give me yeah. a I've missed so much. Yeah, but the, yo, satellites, dude. Satellites could see anything that the balloon could see. What are we doing here? Like, what are we doing? What? I'm not scared of a. Come on. Come on. What are we shit. doing? Oh, I'm scared of a balloon now? Dude, what's next? Fucking balloon animal? What's next? Tom Brady or Tire? And then post nudes on Twitter? <laughs> yeah. I could not believe oh. it. That picture was fake today. That was odd. I saw that. I was like, oh, wait, what the fuck? Wait, was that a real thing? It was real. Oh, that's real. No. I thought it was like a generated bullshit thing of just like, oh, man, that's messed up. Me like, too. Shit. No, that was real. That, no. Oh, yeah, that was real as fuck. Brady's thirsty as fuck, dude. That's what it was. You're dude, right. Horny. I didn't think about that. You're oh, right. Oh, my goodness, dude. Oh, he's down there. Thirst Trap 101. Fucking Tom Brady masterclass. Oh, he's trying to act like he's it's for a bet or whatever. You're right. He's trying to show off that body. Oh, for sure, for sure. Damn. Hard when you're down bad, but you gotta gotta know, you know. Gotta support him. Do you you think Brady ends up with a girl over thirty or under thirty for his next girlfriend? Under. Oh, look at Josh is frozen. Uh, okay. Oh, can you hear me? Oh. Yes. Nope. 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 Josh? Yeah, I'm saying no. I'm saying under. Okay, one second. Yeah, it'll probably be under. It's me and you, Ollie. <laughs> Josh is lagging out. Steve excused himself. <laughs> We're done. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady retired. Um, that's that's the last of the childhood um, quarterbacks for us, anyways. First question is: Do we think that's for real? Yeah. Like, you do really? Okay. No. And yeah. I-, I think it was extremely genuine. He went out on. He reported it right. Just a little fucking video on the beach said all his goodbyes the instagram story was like hundreds of pictures long yeah uh, i think this is it for him for sure i heard he pre-recorded it either way it was genuine either way when it was recorded or not yeah well i do like the angle too that he's like i'm not gonna make a big big long thing i already used up that like right i respect that's What's this now? We're, we're talking about. Sorry, that was. No, we're talking about if we think Brady is for real. Done, done. Yeah, Brady's done, no doubt. But I'm surprised about it. That's what's cool about it, though. Yeah, he, he, had, had, he definitely had options, whether it be San Fran, Vegas, Tampa, run it back there. And his arm looked fine. That's the thing too, of just like physically, he was still. Which I don't know. As a Brady, a Brady fan, I think I'm I'm cool with that. Would you guys now? Would you guys buy a Bucks jersey at all? Now we got Ollie. Ollie about to. Oh shit! Uh, Ollie did. I would to answer your question, no doubt, dude. If especially if they were cheaper, but dude, no shame. I don't even think there was shame in buying a Brady jersey when he was in Tampa during the run. Fuck it, dude. We're Brady guys. People that hate are just fucking haters at their core. 
So suck it, honestly, because Brady's our boy forever. He we we Brady belongs to us as Patriots fans, like it or not. I think the weirdest angle that some Patriots fan do, and it's mostly you know sports talk radio, is like try to say Bill or Tom is better than the other. Like why why do we need to have that argument? It's so stupid to me. Why the fuck does it matter who was better? They won six Super Bowls. Who who the fuck cares? It's wild. It's wild to me that that's a talking point. Is like one people are like discrediting what Belichick did because Brady won a Super Bowl elsewhere. Just makes no sense to me. No, I won't buy a Bucks Tom Brady jersey, but like I'm not gonna say like fuck you. I guess you know like his shtick is got got obnoxious but i think it just got obnoxious to me because it wasn't here and the patriots stink now so yeah and you know what you know it's on your point uh, about talk radio too oh, sorry josh go ahead sorry i want to hear josh no it's all good i didn't even know if my shit was working but i was gonna say i have a big take let's go i think Tom Brady's going to be the first person to be a first ballot Hall of Famer and then come back and play. <laughs> it's the wildest take I've ever had. That would be sick. But I, he would be the one guy to do it, right? No Hall of Famer has ever come back and play. Brett I mean, T.O. was probably it. the closest. Yeah, t- yeah. Is he in the Hall of Famer? thought about it. Yeah. And he is now. Okay. T.O.? He is yeah. now. He wasn't first yeah. ballot, which was criminal. But still, I, so I guess Hall of Famer in general to come back and play. Like, nobody's ever done it, so he's got that one last thing, right? Right. Hey, I'd be down for that. You know, come back one one last year at age 50. Wait, how, how long does it take to, to get there, though? Like, what's the... Five years. Isn't it five? Yeah, I think it's technically the sixth year you're eligible. Yeah. So five years and then the six, the start of the sixth year. Is Calvin Johnson? In, yeah, he is Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yep. He's one I wish that came back, or Patrick Willis. Hall of Fame? Is he Hall of Fame? No, nah, he can't be. No, not yet. That was only like three Patrick years ago. Willis? I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Patrick Willis like retired at like twenty eight, didn't he? Yeah, 30, I think that was more than three years ago. That's a yeah. long time ago. That was like 2014. This, he's he's a, he, here we go. He's no. a finalist. He's a finalist this year. Oh man, bro, that's, that's, that's like a solid. Yeah, it's like a decade ago. Patrick Rollins. <laughs> that does not feel like a decade ago to me. Isn't it crazy how the 49ers just breed linebackers? Though, think about that. Like they went from Willis to Bowman to these fucks that they got now. Remember Chris. Borland or something? Remember him? The like the white dude, and he was yeah, like he, kicking ass. And he retired. He's like, nah, I'm not doing this. Yeah, he like one. He was like a, like a rookie year. That's it, right? That's it. Yeah, yeah. I sure, I I do, I do remember that. So how you guys feel about the Super Bowl though? What's what's the what's the vibe? Because you know what, I always feel like in the Super Bowl week, the vibe changes. So right now, like Sunday night, I watched a little bit of the Pro Bowl, and I'm like, yeah, Eagles, Eagles, no doubt. And then now. We were today hit, and I'm like, all right, post purple clarification for myself, Chiefs. But that'll change at least two more times, I'm sure, or it'll stay the same. But right now, I'm pretty hard that the Chiefs are going to win. So, what are you guys thinking? I just don't care. 
<laughs> like yeah, I don't either. I, like either. I don't I don't fucking really? I don't want the Eagles to win because I don't like the most ninety percent of Eagles fans I don't care for. Uh I respect their passion, don't get me wrong, but they are just douchebags and really obnoxious, especially on Twitter. If it wasn't for social media, maybe I wouldn't care as much, but I do. And then the Chiefs, I just I just don't fucking like Andy Reid at all. I don't really have a problem with Mahomes. His family's annoying, but him, I kind of feel bad for him, honestly, because his family is so annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't like Andy Reid. I think he's a piece of shit. What? And... Yeah, what wait, wait, that's a big take. <laughs> what, what, what did you wrong? <laughs> that uh, is I mean, a pretty big take. The fact he's even, a spokesperson for, my spokesperson for State Farm while his son's got all that shit going on with him is is really fucking weird to me. Really weird. Okay. <laughs> but he's a piece of shit for it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, by my standards, sure. All right. in this, this is this is a Josh take all the way. <laughs> it is, yeah, zero, it's, it's a stretch. Zero, re- zero reason. Just it's a reason. The it's, a, it's a stretch. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like I, I'll admit that it's a stretch, but you know what? Fuck them. Don't want to see them win. Uh, and I don't want to see the Eagles win. I think Nick Sirianni is also just a huge asshole. I'm fits, with you in, that. fits in with the Eagles well. Uh, just Eagles personality. I bet Eagles fans fucking love that guy. I bet they like they would. Oh yeah, they would drop down for him. I'm sure. He's king shit. Drop down and yeah. get your eagle on. Yeah, saying? exactly, exactly. Uh, it, I, he's a psycho. I think he's an asshole. I don't know how good of a coach he is, honestly. Yet, like Zach Taylor, I still don't think is a good coach. He just gets carried by elite talent. Maybe I'm wrong there. Um, but I don't think like Nick Sirianni is carried by elite talent by any means. I think Jalen Hurts is really good. They put in a system. They got him wide receiver. I think they're more benefit of just like the easiest schedule in football. And now they, now they're here. Well, and if you look to it, they're like last, I'm trying to think of where I saw this, but like their last six quarterbacks that they played, like, it's like, oh, really? Really, they haven't been tested. Like, you know what I mean? And I know that defense is great and like historic uh, defensive line in terms of what they have third most sacks ever. Like, so that's impressive no matter what. But I mean, let's be real. They haven't seen someone like Patrick Mahomes all season. Or I, they did see them in this season. But, and it is uh, something that we knew like coming into the year, like they literally had the second easy. I think it was the second easiest schedule in all of football coming into the year. And it basically panned out like, yeah, that was pretty accurate because they didn't really play great competition all season. And granted, you still got to go out and win those games, and they did. So, I mean, who am I to to, to knock on that? Because the Patriots definitely had easy roads in their times. So, I mean, but at the end of the day, now, now they're going against Patrick Mahomes. And, uh, you know, even to the Chiefs' credit, there's a lot of Chiefs slander in the offseason. Um, you know, with Tyreek Hill being traded out and the Raiders getting their pieces and the Chargers supposed to taking a step and the Broncos getting all, you know, all their pieces. There's a lot of the Chiefs are the worst of team in the AFC West this year. And here they are in the Super Bowl again. So, all right. I so still don't want to fucking see either team win. Yeah. Like, I don't know how long I'm going to even fucking watch this game. Yeah, you're watching the whole fucking thing. Uh, this is an, it is a good matchup, though. You gotta admit that. Of like, this is and that's what like I don't know all the the ref complaining and stuff like that. I think these are the best two teams. I think anything other than this would have been a little bit of a, a letdown. Like, obviously, the 49ers got dealt a 
really shitty hand in terms of just like how banged up they were. But um, I don't know. I, I genuinely think that these are the top two teams, and this is like the type of matchup you want to see. It's almost a pick 'em betting wise. Isn't it crazy how you're like, yeah, but if the 49ers had their third string quarterback that was the last pick in the draft, they would be there. That's I mean, kind well, of funny to say. Like I still think I, I, as a play. as a 49ers like put my 49ers hat on if I were to sit here and say, yeah, but if Brock Purdy was playing in that game it would have been a completely different outcome, which it could have been. Definitely could have been. But he's also Mr. Irrelevant of this year. So yeah. it's kind of it's just kind of funny to say like that is a a knock on the Eagles, but as a, what it is. a Brady guy, though, I think I care more about not letting Mahomes get a second ring because I think as soon as he gets a second ring, yep. he starts rolling. That's where I'm like, oh, shit, because I just think, obviously, you want Brady to have the, the most ever. Um, and it's going to take a lot, right? Because it's like Mahomes, even though he's, what, 27, 28 now? Um, he's still got a lot left. Is entering his prime, basically. He's 27. Um, and... Will he play as long as Brady? Probably not. So it should be tougher for him. But still, I don't want to get nervous and be like, oh, man, Mahomes, he's got four, he's got five, and then just have that debate start where it's like, is he the best ever? And probably going to have that regardless just because people like saying that. But, um, but yeah, that's why I'm rooting against the the Chiefs and for the Eagles. But I do think I feel like a lot of hype is on the uh, the Eagles. So I think the Chiefs have a really good shot. So I really want – the Eagles to win just so we can get Gilly live in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. like on Twitch or like on Twitter and just like interview all the people climbing up the greased poles. <laughs> That's Dude, what I, I want. Have, I do have a hookup where um, along the, the stretch, <laughs> if they win, um, I'm going to be on top of one of the museums on the roof to, to watch for the parade. Stop. <laughs> Which will be un- like incredible, and I saw the view of the last parade. Like someone took a picture of it. Should be insane, but yeah, I don't. know. It's gonna be crazy, dude. Even I'm like a block away from Broad Street, so every time they've won, people are out there. Like it's it's fucking wild. Yeah, that's awesome. That's all perfect. I want to see. I just want to see like live takes from the road. That's all I want to see. My question is for you guys: What's your final score? And winner prediction. I I'm I personally, what's the what's the um, what's the over under? What's the under right now? Hi, I would hammer the over right now. Hammer it. I think you know, and they said that with the Pats Rams Super Bowl, and it was a fucking shit show. It was a defensive war, but I just feel it. I feel it with this game. Like it, it, there's gonna be. Definitely over, like, I wouldn't say 100 points, but it's going to be close. <laughs> like, it's going to be, like, 40, 42 to, like, 38. Some shit like that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, last time the Eagles were in a Super Bowl, it was a shootout. All right, hold on. Sorry about uh, shit. One more time. I'm going to say 42 to 38. That's some awkward shit. But... 38 and Eagles. Okay. Eagles. Okay, Ollie. Um, give me uh, give me, give me forty to thirty-three Chiefs. Okay. Points. 
Lots of them. All right, Gilly? I will go 35-30 Eagles. Okay. And I will say 21-17 Chiefs. Oh, snoozer. If that's the game, it's going to that's be... That's going to be lame. That's the outcome. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like Oliver's worst-case scenario here. Oh, my God. I think, dude, all these... Brutal. These Super Bowls are always boring like that. Like, we always hype them up, and then there are, like, always, like, some fucking bullshit, like, slow-paced defensive battles. You can see that happen. Like, Mahomes is going to be weird and have a weird ankle bullshit. Then, you know, it's going to be some weird Eagles defense badass, but uh, you know, I, I, I can already feel, like, the weirdness. It's a weird vibe game for me already. And Mahomes is just going to get pushed into the, the Brady category because the NFL needs this story. Fuck Mahomes, but it's happening, unfortunately. That's my vibe today. But it might change. What What's the over-under on Travis Kelsey touchdowns? Because I'm also going to hammer the shit out of that. Uh, well, he'll probably, be like, he'll probably be like minus fucking 170 to score one and like plus what? 300 to score two or something like that dude i'd put a i'd put a grand on that right now <laughs> travis kelsey touchdown I, absolute donkey i think he at least gets three well fucking juju's not playing right i don't know no i, I, don't, I don't know because i don't even think tony's out ruled out yet right okay i don't know and then and then the the kelsey brother the lineman dude they got to give him something right <laughs> especially if like it's or you know i don't know i feel like they do some sort of trick shit where he's in the backfield on like a fullback <laughs> dive i don't see any odds for him unfortunately somebody make one for me first td score travis kelsey plus 700 I there you like go that. that's where the value that's a he, that's a good one 10 bucks oh, yeah. 70 and then Miles Sanders wow. plus 750 for the same thing first td i kind of like doing a, a sprinkle on each of those that's probably what I'll do for the Super Bowl. Just give me first touchdown score, get in, get out, not care about the rest of the game. In bed by nine. Yep. <laughs> I'll stay awake for Rihanna. Watching Last of Us on uh, HBO. Stupid Florida. No sports books in Florida. That's correct. Okay, intermission time. Let's go. What? The one you want, baby. Shout to my brother. We're back after a classic Steve Talks intermission. We just wrapped up Super Bowl talk, unless there's anything else you guys want to want want to bring up. But uh, if not, okay, <laughs> we're good. If not, uh, I've got the baseball bug. I don't know about you guys, but pitchers and catchers, one week away from spring training. Um, I, I've got the baseball bug. I'm excited. What do you What are excited you been doing? What have you been doing to quench your uh, your itch here? Uh, up? From a gambling perspective, just watching uh, futures, team total future lines or fun future props. Like one, here's here's a big take. I think I'm gonna put down a few a few smackers on this. Mike Trout, home run leader. What's the deal? I just that's a good one. I just Love think Mike, I, <laughs> I just think uh 
you know, I kind of ignore health when I think about this, which might be dumb, but you look at a lot of the guys that are in contention to be home run leaders, Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Kyle Schwarber, all these guys have health health issues anyways. Mike Trout obviously does too. So Mike Trout at plus a thousand, ten bucks wins a hundred bucks. Yeah, I've got to wait all year for it, but dude, a winner's a winner. And I think Mike Trout's got a damn good chance. That dude had I think he had the best home run per at bat. Uh, last year, if I'm not mistaken, but since he only played like 80 games or whatever, uh, he didn't obviously come close, but I, he's really transitioning just into a fucking tank power hitter. Dude hits tanks. Give me, give me 55 trout horns this year to lead the majors. I can see that. That's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. I, I think he is going to transition into a more of a power guy. Well, I think probably he has. He's yeah. not running as much anyway, either. The the worry there is that they can't play him at DH. That's what I'm saying. He's fucking yeah. Otani's kind of got it, that locked down, but just trade Trout. How about that? Just trade him. <laughs> then he's just a fucking trade Otani. Fuck it. True. They might. They might. They might. They might. They can't afford him. Obviously. They well, I think can. Dude, the, eight, the Angels are. Get- they're not afraid to spend money, but like if you have Otani and Trout locked up for the next ten years. Like both those guys are DHs in the next couple of seasons. Like Otani already is a future DH or a current DH, and Trout will be a DH. He should be a part-time DH right now, in my opinion. I mean, they, still they, so good defensively. Though. I think he's still the a great defender, Nationals. but to just just health-wise, like he should DH once or twice a week, the same way Harper does. Yeah, just have just just having that. Luxury available, I think, goes a long way. Yeah, dude. But, yo, speaking of Otani, though, yeah, he's fucking gonzo. Gonzo. They can't pay him, dude. They got fucking Anthony Rendon locked down until we're 50. <laughs> you know, everybody forgets that, too. Like, when's the last time Rendon has played, yo? Oh, he played last year. He was just bad. And then got <laughs> hurt and then didn't play for a long time. I literally don't remember him playing. How about that? Oh, wait, no, he hit that home run last year. He was really bad. He he hit that home run left-handed, right? Yeah. Yep, that was last year. He had he had five bombs last year. Damn. He's feeling fantastic. I mean, one of them was left-handed. Yeah. Yeah. It was Josh Josh Martin at Dowfield. I hope the Angels are good, man. I want I want Otani to stay there personally. I don't want to see him go to the fucking Dodgers or the Mets. That would just be so lame. That's where he's going, though. Mets. Mets are saving up. They're not saving shit. Cohen just has an un- <laughs> like he just doesn't give a shit. Do you see the mixed be- like reception? Like, do you, what do you? How do you guys feel about Steve Cohen and like what he's doing? Like, I saw some people saying that it's like bad for baseball. Like his style of I I don't agree with that personally. No, I think that's I think, just I think if that's you just if you want to pay. Like, I don't know. I want yeah. my ownership to be like that. Right. I just think that's fucking other owners annoyed that he's not afraid to spend the fucking money not afraid to take a stand either when it comes to eminem but i mean honestly uh yes i'm with you (laughs) oliver's grown (laughs) you know everybody take my hand but uh anyway i believe yo cohen though he's my boy i I, that's my favorite owner right now and you know if the mets weren't so like overhyped i would be like 
back in on the Mets train. But now that now the Mets are kind of becoming like that team that like you can't really root for anymore. Like last year, I was like all in, like yeah, Mets, woo! Now it's like oh, now everybody likes the Mets, and now I can't shit. Yep. So, I love I They're love too trendy, going. right? They're too, too trendy. trendy. Yeah, you don't want to you want to get ahead of the trend and then hop off when it becomes trendy. You know, and last last year they were getting trendy, so I can't yeah. say I was ahead of the trend either. I was just riding the wave, kind of like the Josh Allen wave, where I was kind of riding that one too. And it's like these mess are fun, and now it's like yeah, oh, but it's not fun anymore. You guys Fuck. were so ahead of ahead of the Josh Allen train, like you're fine. Like that's, there's yeah, plenty we of documented on evidence on that one. That was um, that was really early. Yeah, that was insane. That was like so early that you, anyways. Remember, Plus, it's early that we were talking about Sam Darnold as a better. Yeah. <laughs> oh Yikes. my god that was my proudest moment <laughs> well, I mean, you, yeah you didn't double down as hard as other people we know did on that right I that's feel like, right like, i i didn't make half marathon bets yo then, that's right was sam darnold jake i think fucking... it was sam darnold related yeah no it was uh playoff related oh was it okay i You'll think it was afc championship i think that's what it was yeah that was a bad bet from the start. It was like, dude, he's like 23 years old. Of course he's going to make one at some point. Like what? Um, a, a, a train that I think you can hop back in on right now is the Padres. Kind of just have been quietly still chugging along. They didn't really make any. I mean, they signed Xander Bogarts, obviously. But outside of that, fuck, man. Nobody's really uh, tooting the Padres horn. And I think... I think that they might they might do the thing this year. What is it? You don't think the Padres are being tooted enough? Dude, they're getting tooted all day. Really? Their horn, their horn is fucking exacerbated, in my opinion. <laughs> Did you <laughs> see their uh, their fan fest thing? Yeah. yeah, it was packed. They showed up for that. Good for them. Did you I see Will Middlebrooks's tweet about that? No. So he had you know he had commented on the 2014 uh, fan, whatever. Uh, thing and said paid for with an asterisk <laughs> like all those people are only there because they paid for those people oh, to be there no that's way. An interesting theory yeah it's a, it's a good take he would he know. know he would know. know dude yeah i thought that was interesting they don't dude the thing about the padres though like right now obviously and the padres are another one like kind of like the mets where it's like riding the wave because padres dude like they really are in, and that's exactly what I wish the Red Sox would be like. I think they will be at some point. I think Juan Soto to the Red Sox twenty twenty four. Remember, I said it, bitch, it's coming down. <laughs> That'd be wild. Yeah, their uh, back end rotation is sketchy, and they're like, I mean, like I think Josh Hader will be fine, but you guys still got to get to him, right? All right. Real quick too, though, and he- they can't afford Soto. Remember, I said it. They can't. They don't no. have any money. The Padres. Well, if Machado, they will when Machado opts out. They'll have money. You think he's gonna opt out? Yeah, yeah I definitely do. I think we're gonna see. And I think Ed Hand had a tweet today or yesterday that had a good question. Um, and again, he's mostly a Red Sox guy, so most of his followers are Red Sox people. But who would you rather give an eleven-year, two hundred eighty million dollar contract to? Manny Machado or Xander Bogarts? How crazy would it be if the Red Sox signed Machado for like basically what the Padres gave Xander? That, I that's mean, not that. I feel like that's not that insane. No, I think I think I said that recently. Insane. Like I'm I'm in on Machado to Boston. 
yeah. as crazy as that sounds. I, I feel like it's just crazy though. One year difference. Of so what's in plan, sir? Shortstop, right? I guess. Well, yeah, what do you, he, he would play short. I think he would. Third? I think he would play short here, and Story can go to second full time again. I I think I I'd be in if he was playing third. Uh, Endeavors either took over the. Yep, I had a feeling that was coming. Yeah, uh, Josh just connected. He's going Roboto on us. That's okay. But Devers to first, though, I think is what he's going to say, which I could see happening, or DH. Yeah, yeah. Josh always has the best. Uh, Josh and Steve have uh, – they think everybody can play everywhere, and I love it. Dude, Devers took a really good step forward, too. I'm Last year, I'm I'm kind of cool with him at third for a little bit. What were you going to say, Joshy, about Devers going where? Center field? Catcher? <laughs> I'm not, down. I'm fucking down. DH. DH. What about what about Cassis or whatever? I can't even. I can't hear you guys. Yeah, it's oh, tough. Damn. Joshy Wi-Fi. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying. You? We're trying hard. Yeah, dude, Devers, though, uh, yeah, I think Devers will at some point have to transition. But, yeah, I'm with you, Gilly. I think that his D looked good last year. And he'll be fucking dope for a while at third. So, I don't know. But to give an 11-year contract to either dude is still preposterous to me. And I don't I don't see I – don't, well, how much is he, is he owed left on that Padres deal? He's just got – What's what? – He's got, he has the opt out after this year. I don't know what the he's probably um, making thirty something. So it was a ten year, three hundred million. Uh, he's got an opt out after this year, but he's this this is year five, so we still owe the second half, which is one hundred and fifty million. Uh, a little more, a little more than one hundred fifty million, one hundred sixty. It looks like thirty two okay. million. The rest, the rest of the way, I think he you don't you don't think. If he were to test free agency, he would get something better at age 31 than five years, 160 million. He will crush that in free agency. I mean, how do you not pay him what Xander just got? I don't know. Like, I'm not even saying yeah, right. he'll, he'll get another 10 year deal. But from, I wonder from who next year, who's going to pay that shit? Padres want him, right? Let's keep bringing back. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you guess necessarily right. would, but teams usually step up. I didn't think the Rangers are going to step up and pay Degrom or Corey Seager or Marcus Simeon, and they did. Props to them spending money. Maybe the D-backs make the splash that they were rumored to make this year. You know, like there's options out there. I think uh, he's he's going to crush that number in free agency. No doubt about it. He's going to crush the number he's owed. I think he'll get that. He could get another ten-year, three hundred million dollar deal. He could yeah. sign two 10-year, $300 million deals. Crazy. I feel like if he didn't have such a bad experience with the Dodgers, that they would be a good fit, but I don't think that that's happening. Yeah, I don't think that True. reunion is coming. I don't think Dodgers fans want that reunion either. No, exactly. Exactly. That was not not a good fit. But I feel like they're in the ballpark, though. Of like That's the type of team who's like, okay. Yeah. It would guy. be especially weird because they let Corey Seager go and they let Trey Turner go, and then they're going to bring back Manny Machado. That would be I can see weird. that. I think it will. You know why I think that could happen is because Kyrie almost made up with LeBron. So you know what? And it was completely two different yeah, sports. But that, but... Yeah, that's yeah. 
that was weird too. Do you want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, I do. The Kyrie fucking abs. Yeah, Kyrie just demanding trades left and right. Shout out to Kyrie for being nuts. Like, what's going on? You know what though? I I will say, even though Kyrie's crazy, I really appreciate how disruptive he, he is. Because <laughs> he's not our problem anymore. It's fucking awesome to watch. Yeah, now that now that you just get to sit back with your popcorn, you're like you're chilling, you're like, wow, this guy is uh he he just hates wherever he goes. It's not just us. He should retire. Like my big take on him is he really should just retire because he doesn't like his job. Like some people don't like what the job they do. Like Kyrie doesn't like being an NBA player. Like, I don't know what he what likes to do, but he's not doing it. So he's pissed off and disgruntled all the time. And he just affects everybody. And he doesn't give a fuck because he's such a narcissist in the first place. But anyway, shout out to Kyrie for going to the Mavs where he didn't want to go. Shout out to the Nets GM for not giving him what he wanted. The only regret I wish. Owner. The, the owner. Oh, there you go. That's Joe was the one who did not want to trade him to the Lakers, which people are kind of pissed about, but I kind I of love that. Dude, the NBA players have so much power as it is. Shot, you know, good on them for not giving him what he wants. I agree. And he's going to sign with the Lakers in the, as a free agent this offseason anyway. Right. So it's, yeah. I wish that he had gone to the Lakers, though, in a trade. I wish that Westbrook and KD, I wish that all happened. Uh, but I wish. I, I just wanted to see Kyrie just blow up the fucking Lakers. I wanted the Lakers to just <laughs> just go to hell. Like you with, think that would have? I mean, they're already in hell. Like they're not good anymore, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's, it would have been like a little bit exciting for a minute, and then it would have just been like, yeah, you know, someone got hurt. Yeah. Kyrie Durant or Kyrie uh, Lebron AD. Oh man, that's the best big three ever. And then they would like get first rounded by the fucking the Nuggets. <laughs> yeah, Nuggets, yeah. right? Jazz. Nuggets would beat them in four. <laughs> probably would by the way i was like i thought that was a i i'm no i'm no nba expert that was a pretty good haul for the nets right they got some draft picks and dinwiddie and dorian finney smith like some good players so. although this dinwiddie fallout is kind of weird because it seems like he has absolutely no interest in ever playing for them really from what i'm seeing yeah that's why his initial reaction was like coming home because that's where really he yeah I thought I heard it on the radio that like he was he he was just like he doesn't want to go back there. I mean, he they, got, like he should be chilling now, right? Yeah, right. He's gonna be like featured over there. Yeah, that's whenever, that's whenever Luca was out, Dinwiddie would go off, and now now Durant's always gonna be out, so Dinwiddie will be able to do. Dinwiddie was dope with the with the Wizards, also, right? Am I or am I imagining that? He was good with the Nets the first time. He was on the. He was already on the Nets. He was like the Nets first Nets team after like they blew everything up with the uh Yeah, it was like him and D Lo, right? They were like kind of fun. You're like, oh, I can kind of get behind this team. Yeah, they were like that? especially when they had no draft picks too. That was even cooler about it too, where they'd be like, they didn't they did not deserve to win like 30 something games of the roster, but somehow they did. Yeah. Corian Prince, remember him? That was him his time, right? Wasn't he like I, he was a pretty like volume scorer for them for a minute? He was I don't know. Right? Or am I is that, that the guy I'm thinking like, of? I the Hawks for the longest. Who's the Nets guy that I'm thinking of that was like on those teams? And by the way, Joe Harris, what's up with him? He's still hanging on that Nets team? <laughs> He's trying. <laughs> the Nets are so fucking I, – I love the Nets because they're so, they're so lame. Like they, well, they would like KD now. That would be the – I think that's that might come with the Suns. Suns supposedly are all in on that. What would now, that package be? What about yeah? What would that package be? And like, are you guys interested in trading Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant? No, I'm I not. think most Celtics Never. fans are like, fuck no. Yeah, remember I last year? 
as long as you know that Jalen Brown is like wanting to resign, then I'm like, I'm completely out on that. And I if, think he does. Cause I think, I think Tatum and Brown, like that, whatever scuffle they had with each other is, is in the past. And they're, they're, they're like the best duo in the NBA now, you know? Dude, I don't even know if they had a scuffle. How about that one? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably just media bullshit. Because I remember that too, like the, one of the things that I think Jalen said after it was like, he's my guy. Like he, I think his family like babysits Tatum's kid. So it's like, they're <laughs> yeah. Uh, like tight, tight, but no, I, that'd be crazy though. I mean, Katie could swing the title race, which is nuts to think that he could get dealt and just like totally put someone over the top. I think him is like the, the Pelicans or Grizzlies, I think would be sick where it's like, the and again, Pelicans. that's a fan terrifying i don't really care about the grizzlies for much but like i can get like dude durant zion ingram i think that'll be really cool yeah that'd be so cool cj but, obviously always forgotten for no reason even though and they have a billion them. picks too to give so the pelicans can basically do whatever they want that'd be so cool that would be cool. That. First rounders in the next like 10 years and it's not and obviously it wouldn't be like uh KD going ring, cha- ring chasing in that scenario for once. He'd just be like, yeah, you know what? This could be cool. Let's see if it works. Yo, shout out to the Grizzlies, though, in, in a bad way. I don't know what's going on with them. Like, you guys see that shit about John Morant point, or his yeah, buddy? Or whatever? I saw that he was given pushback and said that he'll speak on it if, like, if the if shit is not taken care of that he, like, brought to light. I don't know what that means, but... I don't know what's going on there. Like Dylan Brooks too, though. Like these guys are like doing like weird, sh- like they're fighting all the time. Like, like, I don't know. How about this big take ready too much, too much. And as a guy that enjoys fights, there are, is too much microaggression shit. That's turning into actual fights. Like that Mo Bamba fight was complete bullshit and disrespectful to Austin Rivers. I thought like you can talk shit. I think I, I love a good shit talk. I love a good fight. But, like, you got to know your role. Like, Mo Bamba was in the wrong. Dylan Brooks is in the wrong to Shannon Sharp. That was disrespectful. Like, you got to have respect. Like, if you're fighting in the moment because you're fucking pissed and you're balling out and it's like, you know, there's there's times to fight. But there's also times, like, I, I don't know what's going on in Memphis. There's bad vibes right now. Jaws got bad vibes. I, I'm sorry to say it because he's one of my favorite players. I, you Wait, so the Shannon Sharp thing? Mm-hmm. I feel like Shannon Sharp is in the wrong there. I'm not going to lie. Or I'm just like... And again, I, I, think, they, I think they both were. I think they both were, honestly. But I say that because I guess Aaron Sharp was more in the wrong, but Dylan Brooks has got his mouth fucking going. Like, what are you talking to a fan for? Sure. In that moment, you know? Like, know your role. Everybody should know their role. Shannon Sharp should know his role. He shouldn't even been involved. But, like, you got Jaws Dad right there talking shit, too. It's like, dude, relax. Like, what's going on here? We're all going to start getting mad at each other? Like, actually throwing some fists and stopping a game from happening. Like then like Jaws um, buddy and Jaws dad, the other night there were started to fight there at the Pacers game. And that's what it all led to. I was reading. It's like, dude, come on, man. Stop. Grow up. He got suspended from home games for a year. Good. Who did? John Morant's like one of his, his buddies. Like, I don't, he referred to him as his brother. I don't think it's his actual brother, but. It's kind of like freak in, uh, NBA 2K16, you know, like you have that, <laughs> that friend that fucks everything up for you. <laughs> Just fucked up though. If there was really like, if they literally pointed a gun with a, at a, a laser added at like the Pacers, uh, again, it wasn't the team, right? It was like the traveling party. So who knows what that really means, but um, 
But then with Ja in that car, that's oh. fucking bananas. When when you sit back and unpack how much of a wreck that could have been, like if just even think that Ja could have been the guy holding it, like okay. I'm not saying that he did, but like imagine if that happened and a trigger was pulled and a couple pacers were shot by another NBA player who's a superstar, mind you, not even like like a bench guy. Like Jaws, like one of the great young stars. This shouldn't even be like a thing. That's preposterous. Over a basketball game, I can't even like put my mind there. I know that's his own teammate, but like, oh my god, you're gonna shoot? Imagine you shot multiple players or something like like like, uh, worst case scenario. It sounds like something like. It doesn't even sound like something J- John Morant would be associated with. You know, that sounds like, I mean, it's, it's not like he's up there throwing gang signs like John Wall used to do. You know what I right. mean? Right. That too. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's why I qu- equated it to Mo Bamba too. It's like, you guys, like, you're too, like, you act, everyone's acting hard. And I appreciate that. But like, don't act on it. You guys are like pro basketball players. Like people look up to you. Like, what the fuck were we doing here? Thank you for listening to my spiel. You're welcome, dude. Like I was, at, I was at the, the, I went to see Future and Lil Durk, and and Lil Durk comes out, and everyone starts acting hard, even the white dudes like me. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm not saying like like myself because I don't relate to his music you, at all. They reacted to him by acting like they're all of a sudden they're tough guy mode. Yeah, everyone's tough. Yeah, well, everyone. Well, here, how about this? It was Future and Friends, so it was like a part. It was like a party atmosphere kind of thing where like different openers would come out, and then like they'd play music in between there was no it didn't and the party never stopped kind of deal so they're playing like vanessa carlton and like like uh party in the usa like this and like natasha beddingfield during the thing and everyone was like all like in it in the moment for those songs but then like little dirt comes out and, and then the aggression starts everyone like the vibes change it's like yo oh like this is getting a little scary <laughs> so i <laughs> like it just the, the way that music is too it's just i don't know digress you're not a little dirt guy Bottom line is Lil Durk, bad for the culture. Gotta go. I shouldn't <laughs> say that because I might get in trouble. Future, goaded. Yeah, did you have a good time? I did. And shout out to Future uh, winning a Grammy last night. Did you guys watch the Grammys? I did not. No. Did you see that 50th anniversary thing? Well, the, uh, of no. It's not a clip of that. But... We it's used to be cool. a, a big time Grammys pod too. That's crazy. I Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's also like you want to talk about the NFL being rigged. I feel like the Grammys are just the most rigged shit ever. Even like, I don't know. I I I enjoyed the Harry Styles album. Is that the album of the year? I don't think so. I think they snubbed Beyonce to be honest with you, and it's kind of that just bums me out. And I knew she was not going to win, so that's why I was like, you know what? I don't even want to watch. I got gotcha. you. Uh, we got a text from Josh, and then we can wrap it up. Going back to the Red Sox, uh, shit. <laughs> here's a here's a Josh Spiracy. Trade Meyer to get Sandy Alcantara and then keep everybody and sign Machado. I will say I feel like if they were willing to do that, they already would have done that by now, right? Yeah. I don't think they're moving Meyer and I don't think the Marlins are moving Sandy. Yeah. No, I think no. Can you imagine if Sandy was available? That would be so Marlins of them. Well, the, the price on ever all their players was insane this this offseason. Even Pablo Lopez, like, I don't know. He's a guy, but. Yeah, but they got back. They gave up a prospect with Pablo Lopez, didn't they? Like yeah, you're pretty, right. Like a, like a pretty damn good one. Yeah. Right. Okay, one, if you had to do, if you could have one hypothetical, I know we kind of did 
fun trades with Sammy last episode, but let's do it again. Like, who is the one guy you want the Red Sox to go out and trade for right now? That's realistic, not like Otani. fucking Mike Trout or Otani. Like a realistic guy, you're like, yeah, I can see them trading for him. Hmm, let me think about this. A realistic guy? Yeah. What do we think their like major needs are right now? I would add a pitcher. Okay. My I initial agree. thought or was, a shortstop. My initial thought was pitcher, and I was thinking Shane Bieber. I'd love to get him. I think the Indians aren't going to pay him, and I think he's a free agent after this year. I think he fit well. I'd be shocked if the in if if sorry if the Guardians were open to trading any of their pitchers, and if they were, big take. Give me McKenzie instead. True. Yeah, but I to Steve's point though, I don't. I think McKenzie's like under contract for forever. So I think yeah, yeah that's like, that's fair. I think that's the fair. Guardians are in this year too. I think they're they're going to try to win. They I think Josh they are Bell. too. Yeah, they just went out and signed Josh Bell, and he is a free agent after this year. Steve would call. I did not. I did not know that. So don't. I think. Him. I think originally, <laughs> if you asked me before the Correa thing, I would have said go get one of the Twins starting pitchers because I think they can. Like that would have, like a Tyler Molly or a Sonny Gray would have been a good fit. Just like, I guess both those guys kind of have injury issues, so they're not necessarily eating innings, but they're guys that can be good when they are good. If that makes sense. Yeah, but are I feel like the Red Sox are kind of in the same boat as the Twins. They are. They are. That's like and... they've got like potentially seven, eight good starters <laughs> or four guys who can. Yeah, make it that's true. <laughs> you're kind of you're kind of just adding to the pile of midi. midi- mediocrity that you already have right if you get yeah one like you need to like an upgrade you need to like get someone that's going to be better than a paxton or a, a pavetta kluber those types of guys but and you know how red sox seasons always go we got all these dudes and then yeah like you said you got a couple dudes that will step up and then half the team gets hurt anyway and by the end we got caleb Ort starting games and shit which is going to go down oh yo big take i want to say that too in that time we haven't done a podcast matt barnes gone you Matt know what? Barnes. I'm still not fully over that. Uh, you know what? Yeah, that was a tough one. He was one of the longest tenured Red Sox players. And I didn't know that I cared about Matt Barnes. Like I do. <laughs> like, I, he just been a solid dude for so long, even though he, like he's been up and down. Gilly and I hated on him straight to his face long ago. <laughs> you know, that was a long I time ago. He, he, I guess he, it was to his, like he didn't hear us, but his girlfriend or fiance or whatever did. <laughs> dude, All right. You know, look, Here- like, that was like ten years ago, legitimately yeah. ten years. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, and like he—he's been through. Like he won World Series with us. He was our closer for a while. For a while, he was solid. Sometimes he sucked. He come back. He's he an all star. He was good. He's all star. Matt Barnes. You know what? Give that man his flowers. Respect to Matt Barnes. He was there for different generations of Red Sox t- teams. He came up class A with Christian Vasquez and Xander. He mm-hmm. is an—he is an all time. Not an all-time great, but an all-time Red Sox. That's his career. Shout out to Matt Barnes. Love to have him on someday. (laughs) Yeah, to me, he he falls into that. He's better than both Brandon Workman and Heath Hembree were for the Red Sox, but he falls into that category where, like, under underappreciated, maybe over even overused at times. I mean, Matt Barnes was definitely overused, uh, but like both, I think all three of those guys were definitely underappreciated as far as like how long they were here, how much work they put in. And honestly, like Keith Hembry, as much shit as he got, like he threw a lot of fucking games for the Red Sox. And every year it was like, 
I guess we're rolling out Heath Hember again. And he was good enough to stick around. And even if it was just those like trash innings, mop up man duties, he was still doing that. And uh, he was on the World Series team, even if he was the 26th man. He was still on the team. I got one more for you. Give give him flowers since we're giving flowers out. This might be controversial if anybody's going to listen. Fuck it. Ryan Brazier. Give that man his flowers. That um, man is stuck around like a cockroach. And you know what? He is not all that bad, even though he sucks sometimes hard and his stats show how bad sometimes he's solid and you know I, what he's got some balls and you know what he's like around i love i love guys with balls and you know what I, <laughs> son, <laughs> son bite me baby Clip son, it. shout out g baby love guys uh, with balls baby i love a guy with some balls you know so shout out to fucking ryan brazier because one day he'll be gone, and that day Twitter's going to dunk on him like they've been dunking on him all along. I want Ryan Brazier to know I respect him. I don't think he should – I think he should have been gone a few times, but <laughs> he's here to stay for now. So shout out to Ryan Brazier. 2018, Ryan Brazier was badass. He was. Talking shit to Gary Sanchez and, like, being nasty. Yeah. He was badass. Never was quite the same, for obvious, you know, obviously, but – you know, I if if we are in for a Ryan Brazier redemption season, I mean, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. We should do like a podcast of just giving flowers out to guys that didn't get, you know, flowers. Said flowers, yeah. Question for you guys: Who do you guys think had more? Well, I'm using Fangraphs. Fangraphs war during their tenure with the Red Sox: Mike Timlin or Matt Barnes? How long was Mike Timlin actually in Boston? A while. 2003 to 2009? Was it that long? Or 10? Yeah. Wow. Okay, so about the same time. Matt Barnes might have even been longer than that by a year. I would say Matt Barnes, though, Gilly. You're right. It's Matt Barnes. Yeah, shout out Matt Barnes. He wasn't packing lips like Mike Timlin, though. No, I was just I was trying to like compare him though historically. I was just like, who's a guy who's like around a while in the bullpen? Yeah, Mike Timlin and Alan Embry, the dynamic duo of just the fattest lips you will see on the mound. Those Those two guys were men. Those were fucking. (laughs) They went. They went hunting after the game. They did. They they did. They they weren't going to the Bronson Arroyo concerts. They were they were going to find some deer for dinner, (laughs) loading up a twelve gauge and fucking going to. Yeah, for sure. Somewhere. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like who? Who else was solid around? Like our like, like Matt Barnes was like. Maybe Carmen. Yeah, he, he was. He only had a couple years of the Red Sox, though. I think he had. Yeah, a short, his stint was tenure. definitely shorter. Yeah. No. I can't think of anybody. Oh, that here's stuck here's a decent one. Hideki Okajima. Yeah, he was very effective. I think yeah. people really liked him, though. I don't think he was looked at upon like. He he didn't like overstay or anything. He kind of just like went away. He never got like the what is this guy still doing on the team treatment that Matt Barnes and Ryan Brazier and Heath Hembry got at some point in their tenure here. I you know what though? I feel like that's just like the way that Twitter is. Like back in the day, if Twitter were as big of a thing, or at least like Red Sox Twitter, when like Manny Del Carmen the last couple of years. I bet people would be like that. Just, ah, I gotta put a take out there. What the hell? Like, why is yeah. Del Carmen still out here? Yeah, that's the truth. And the Red Sox Twitter too will like, and then they'll bring up the tweet that they wrote like when he like he made Del Carmen sucks like two years prior to him sucking, and then they'll bring it up. I always told you guys, you you I already knew. It's like, oh, fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. Wow. Twitter culture. Who deserves flat? 
fucking flowers. There's, there's some guys out there that deserve some fucking flowers. Those are good choices. You know what? How about this one? Sawamura. Okay? Uh, <laughs> the only reason I say it is because, you know what, dude? He was He's all right when he, for a period of time. He's all right. Uh, like his first two months, he was good. He was around for a while. He was two years. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, yeah. Clay Meredith. Only one year, huh? That's crazy. Dude. Could have sworn it was like two or three. On this week's episode, we discuss abstract Red Sox relief pitchers. He's a firefighter now. Clay Meredith in Virginia. He was traded for Barabelli, correct? I don't know. I think he was I think he was the Marabelli trade back trade to the Padres. Remember Casey Gabbard? Yes. Casey Fossum. Ooh. Remember Ruby De La Rosa? Yeah. He was uh, part of the Adrian Gonzalez trade, right? I remember watching a game with him, and he fucking um, – he, like, I think it was like – it was on Fox. It was like one of those Fox games where it's like a big deal for that night. It might have been a Yankee game, and they were comparing him to Pedro. And Yeah, I, I remember I, that shit, dude. My uncle was like, holy shit, this is, we found one. And I'm like, I don't know. I never really know. Dude, uh, real quick, you mentioned Casey Fossum. Someone did. Um, one of the funniest things I think I've ever read was an article by, I think it's John Boyce. John Boyce, who's like a Twitter dude, the baseball guy. Um, how Casey Fossum uh, like just totally destroyed him playing online uh i forget what which which video game it was but it was uh it was it major league baseball 2k6 this guy would just use himself casey fossum was using himself and just destroying this <laughs> no shit and he would use the ephus pitch that he had and then and then he talks shit on the mic here it is around batter five i hear him over the mic what little bitch? What what little bitch? What little bitch? What, what little bitch? My Casey Fossum respect stock has just gone through the roof. It is so funny. <laughs> I'll send you guys the article, the, like the blog or whatever. It's through like SB Nation too. I remember reading that, being like, "Oh my god, that is legendary." It's crazy. <laughs> Casey Fossum, Lenny Donardo, same kind of group. Yeah, Lenny Donardo, SSBT oh. follower. I think he does right. People forget. Yeah, he almost bought my sister's house. <laughs> I love that story. How about Mark Melanson? You guys got any closing takes? He was awful in Boston. He look up Mark Melanson and Josh Hamilton. That's probably the furthest home run I've ever seen at Fenway. <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> of Mark Josh Hamilton hit a ball 700 feet off Mark Melanson. Yo, Mark. He had still so much left in the tank. Oh, he was. I know. He like immediately became an all star. I was thinking of Andrew Bailey, like he like was done, done. Yeah, he's a pitching coach now. Is he? I'm pretty yeah. sure he's pitching coach for the A's, actually. Oh. How about Scott Sourbick? How about how about Mark Malaska? That's who I meant to say. I'm throwing up fucking dudes. How, Philly? How about... No, not the Phillies. How about Scott Atchison? No one talks about him. I or like uh, Scott Atchison's a good one. David Ardsma. Ooh, Giants oh. pitching coach Andrew Bailey. Oh, there you go. Giants. All right, closing take. We got to wrap it up.
Sydney Ponson had a better career than people will talk about. Sydney Ponson, like that one. So oh, did man. Gustavo Shashin. <laughs> you know, you know what? Shout out Melvin Mora, MVP 2005 goat right there. Shout out to Terrence Long. You know what? Shout out to Melvin Mora because I think he did he transition from like outfield to third base. I feel like that was yeah from the Rockies to the Orioles. Yeah, I feel like I didn't really know that guys like did that in their careers. And he like really moved around a lot. Twenty-eight point two career WAR. That's some damn good WAR. He was solid in the Orioles, dude. Sure Orioles was. team. Him and Rafael Palmero. Oh, yo, yo! It's the one true host. This week's outro is a special one. This one is dedicated to my brother. Alex Fava, recently engaged. Shout out to you. The ultimate early adopter to small state big takes. Alex Fava's always been in my corner. Since Italian won his senior year, my freshman year. Shout out to Alex Fava, always being a positive influence in my fucking life. You're a good man, Fava. And I'm proud of you. Thank you for always being good to me. Shout out to the East Beach crew. Shout out to Pat Nix. Shout out to Dan, I believe his name was. Remember that dude with the long hair? Shout out to Gail. That's right, I remember. It's all good. It's all love. Shout out to... Who else we got? Zach Duxta. The... Oh, shit. What was the name of the fucking crew? The LB... I don't know. Fuck. One day I wanted to know what that crew meant, Fava. I didn't forget. Fava, you're a good dude. Proud of you, man. Another big take. Another big shout out coming to my brother G Baby, whose birthday is coming real soon. So a big old birthday dedication pot's coming to you too, G Baby. G Baby, the fucking go. Shout out to my brother James Murph. Right now it's probably 5 a.m. He's on his way to work in Groton or some shit. Got the shit blasting out the Spotify. You're the fucking man, James Murph. Thanks for listening still. Shout out to my brother fucking Lance Legier. I was drunk Snapchatting him the other night. And no, Lance, nothing came of any of those snaps from the other night, so I don't know what to say. Kind of sad, but what you gonna do? Damn. And what else we got? We got fucking Jake Ruth. You still listen, bro? I don't even know. Doesn't matter. All I gotta say is, the people that are still listen to this podcast, fucking love you. Forever. I don't give a fuck if I haven't seen you in fucking 30 years. You guys listening means the world. This goes to you, Josh Martin, too. I know you listen all the way through. Shout out to Deb. Sorry for swearing so much. Thank you. From the bottom of my fucking heart. Sometimes I wonder, will this podcast continue? And then I remember, the loyal, certified psychopaths. The Will Tondos, the House Enterprises, the people that took a chance on us. Fuck yeah, we're getting famous like it or not. Love y'all. Plumber Radio coming soon. You heard it here first. For real this time though. Say it with me. Fuck. Mick Puck.